Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody. In this episode of the MasterChef After Show, we're breaking down episodes one and two. There's a new twist of the format. An old judge returns. And there's a lot of pressure. We're going to break it all down next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, uh, look at that. Yes. Ashley's favorite. We're not bringing back Glenn Finger Oh, yeah. We're going to do that. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, this lives on the internet for us. True. Forever now. Forever. Guys. Forever. We'll always be associated with it. Everybody's got this. You're welcome. See, and there's nobody party pooping like a Lim Gonzalez. Just like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the Masters Up After Show. That's right. The Hell's Kitchen panel is reunited to and break it down. feels so good. <laughs> the latest season of MasterChef airing Wednesday nights on Fox. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Marin. I'm Robin with the V McSweeney. Glad to be back. Hey, everybody. It's Ashley Cheney, and I am here. That's what's happening. That's right. And the one person that is not here is uh, the man who, without all of this, wouldn't the be possible. exclusive himself. That's yes. right. Len Gonzalez. He is so busy. So busy. So busy. With so many irons in the fire that he could not be here. He'll be, he'll be back next week and for the remainder of the season, unless he gets, you know, too busy. Right. But that's right. We're, gonna, we're here to pick up his slack. <laughs> uh, but we'll be breaking down the, the, the episodes one and two. Now, MasterChef has thrown a little twist into their format. Kind of uh, kind of piggybacking on a lot what more reality shows tend to be doing. Right. American Idol-ish, if Am- you will. American Idol is the voice-ish. Yeah. Uh, Ink the Master. The four-ish. Ink Master-ish. Um, Lots of singing comp- competition issues. Yeah. 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 Where they will break their Teams. respective judges uh, instead of just being united front and judging in, uh, as one. They decide they will pick their own teams and then kind of duel out head to head to head to see who actually wins the uh, the, the coveted crown of MasterChef at the end of the season. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just a very egotistical way to let the judges <laughs> shine more. Robin, how do you really feel about it, though? You know, because now they have to prove themselves to each other. Like, my team is better than yours. You that's know, true. Ashley, my team is better than yours. Well, is it? Because I feel like my team's pretty right, good. Right, that's what I'm saying. And actually. Frank, I mean, <laughs> I'm just the, saying. I'm, I feel like this kind of twist of the format Especially because they treaded on Ink Master as well, where they had two of the judges pick their own teams and then battle head-head. But I felt it was not as good because the judges who pick the teams are also deciding who's going home. So it's constantly – they're never going to vote for their own person right. to right. go out. But will it, be, would it, will it be beneficial in the fact that, okay, say your last three or two of your team – if they don't make it, are you going to give them jobs? Are you going to do something? What mm-hmm. is going to benefit them right. from having a headmaster of the team? Yeah. Well, I also feel like you see where the producer's hand comes in, where by the end of the season, as much as you think like one team could get decimated, it's always going to be where one Someone's person from gonna, each yeah, team exactly. is going to be there. And that's, I right. feel like that's when you see that producer, uh, producerial hand in there. You're like, right. That's I, the skeleton. Yeah. I feel like I saw the producer's hand from the very beginning. It's like, why are you trying to make me cry two minutes in? Oh, shoot, I'm crying. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I was like, Girl. how do they do it? How do they do it? I just thought it was me and just the mo- you know the time of the month I was dealing with. I thought I, everything was going to be emotional, but I'm glad I'm not the only no, one. It's emotional, and I hate them because I know what, exactly what they're doing to me, and I fall for it every time. 
I don't know. It just felt real. I couldn't be emotional for all of the parts. As we we get into it, I'll definitely share with you guys. Well, the the basic concept is there's 24 uh, aprons to be handed out, eight per judge. They will each assemble their team of eight, and then they'll duel it out through the course of the season to see who is the lone master chef. But uh, the other nice thing about it, too, is if two chefs or even or three judges, excuse me, pick more, uh, pick the same chef, then they, the chef gets in the power position to choose who they want to be with. That which, makes sense. Yeah. Which I feel when you have Gordon Ramsay, he definitely has a, a leg up. Uh, like if, you, if Gordon Ramsay picked you, it's hard pressed that you'd want to say no to him. Right. right. Unless but. you feel that you have some diehard connection with either of, the, either of the other two. Yeah. It's almost like you start to feel the judges, like, you know that Joe's whole thing is pasta. Like he, so it's like <laughs> right. if you're all about Italian food. Oh, it's like Shark Tank. It's kind of, yeah, That's it's right. kind of like, it's like Shark what's Tank. there. <laughs> you see them like <laughs> trying to belittle yeah. the other one, like you need to come to my team. That's right. Yeah. Well, I you mentioned Joe Bastianich. He is back. He left the show after uh, a couple seasons back. They is that had, one uh, Christina? Yep, Christina took over, okay. and now she's gone this season. Uh, and Joe is replacing him, so it's Gordon, Joe Bastianich, and Aaron Sanchez. Aaron. And I, I'm a huge fan of Joe Bastianich, especially on this show, because he is just... He's kind of cutthroat. He is. He's cutthroat, yeah. and he just gives you those like Those, those looks. looks. Yep. He, he is side-eyes. Like I nobody's. had a lot of... Ooh. Did he just? Yeah, that was that. Oh, wait a second. He's salty. I wasn't sure how I felt, and then I'm like, okay, I see you. I see you, Joe. I want to ask you guys, because we start off where uh, Joe, Aaron, and Gordon, they kind of lay out the concept of the season, Mm -hmm. where it's really stylized and shot, where they're all backs to each other with their... So dramatic. That was a little cheesy for me. It was so dramatic. Like, And they they do this walk. I'm like, how many times did they have to do that walk where they walk out and they each lift their chin at the same time? Like, how many takes did it take? I'm hoping not many, because that would have been an annoying thing to be on set for that. Well, there's one shot where it cuts to Gordon, where he lifts up the uh, the apron, but he's also got his hands still like resting on his belly, and it looks so weird. It's like, I why did that. nobody just like say, Gordon, don't keep your hand right there? It looks Maybe too it's odd. Right to see that part, because I totally missed it. Scrutinize that that meticulously, the hand frame on the by belly frame. Shot. I yeah. missed that. It was so weird because it, it, it looked not natural at all. It looked very uncomfortable. <laughs> There you go, guys. That's where, that's where my head is at through the course of the season. Always just picking up one of those weird idiosyncrasies. Get, get ready for a full season of tidbits and tricks with Frank <laughs> Moran. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we assemble the various 43 contestants that are going to be up for a potential apron. They get to bring their friends and family along. Uh, how would you feel if you were a member of the, a friend or a family uh, member going to this competition? Would you get? Would you be excited to be I'd part of this? I'd feel really good. I'd feel good. I'd cheer my friend or family member on. I'd get hype. I'd keep the situation lit. And w- <laughs> whether or not that person gets an apron, you have to you have to keep their spirits up. Yeah, but then you also feel like you know the producers are going around. Uh, it's like we need you guys to have, to have a really natural conversation about you know what your exactly. what your family member brings to. Uh, uh, their yeah. skills as a yeah, chef. Yeah, some felt a little natural. Some felt di- like totally I forced. I feel like the black people are always like on. They're just yeah. always <laughs> on. Sometimes you want to tune. You just want to turn them down just a little bit. So <laughs> I felt like, to be honest with you, I'm like, why are they bringing in the family so early? I don't know who you are. I don't care about you or your family yet. That's what I thought. You know, yeah. first, first yeah. it's like it's too soon for me. But at to least care they about, have like, someone to like pat them on the back when they don't get that apron. Because yeah, but it's like it's, you, you just had walk one, out like, one shot and you missed it and you didn't get it. So sorry. <laughs> I you don't think know. they flew them all out. 
I don't oh, think so. They had to get themselves out, right? I'm sh- yeah. I don't, I'm I don't think they would do that. Yeah. that is a lot of money. That's yeah, a lot of money. No. But there was one moment, speaking of, like of tearing up, where the, um, Bowen, Bowen, yeah, but is that what got you? Bowen, yeah. Ooh, Bowen's dad was like, "I'm proud of you." Yeah. Oh no, especially when I saw the car accident, because you know I haven't yeah. stepped foot in one of these studios since my car accident, and I was it's just like. Oh my gosh! And then when he was like, <laughs> and then the ugly crying. And then when he was talking to his husband, like this apron is gonna be for you. And I was like, love wins every time. Yeah, he got me. He got me a couple times actually in his little segment. Well, that uh, brings it to our first three. As we mentioned, we've got uh, Bowen, Janie, and Emily. Mm-hmm. They step in, and basically, they're all going to cook their signature dishes. Usually, they've kind of paired them up if they're all having, uh, they're all preparing a signature signature dish that has maybe a similar theme, whether it be a uh, particular location from the country that they're coming in, mm-hmm. particular por- part of meat or uh, produce that they're going to be using. Which was theirs was beef. Yes, beef. So we got Jap- uh, Cambodian beef skewers, and, uh, and then we have filet mignon over a fondant potato, and then uh, lion's head meatball. Which also, I think Gordon pointed out, it's also known as a scotch egg. It was a big scotch, scotch egg, egg, but yeah. it was also like a version of a scotch egg. Uh, impressed by any of these? I mean, other than just crying over Bowen. I mean, Bowen. I, Bowen. Bowen was awesome. That was a big honking. I didn't think Janie was... I didn't think Janie was gonna not show up for this, so I was a little, I was a little thrown back by that one. Well, I feel like Emily does this one where she where she puts garlic and onion powder on. The oh, Joe meal. clowned her for that. Yeah, I wanted her to like prove him wrong. I wanted her to be like, "See, it tastes great. Can you even tell?" But I guess he could tell. He, as he by could his t- like glance, <laughs> <laughs> he's the saltiest looking. He's like, mm. He said, "No need to apologize. It's just you need there's." Just no, don't no. He said, "What does he say? What did he say? He said, there's just a time to do things correctly.' Or yeah, there's yeah. a right way and a wrong way. There's a yeah. right way.' He said <laughs> something where it's yeah. like, don't be, don't be sorry. Be careful. Like it was one of those type of. <laughs> don't be sorry. You're just dumb. Yeah, it was one of those like. <laughs> because it seems like she put garlic and onion powder, but I didn't see any mention of salt and pepper, which I think is like the most basic thing you'd want to put right on a, on a steak. Yeah, but I don't. She seemed like the most advanced, pr- frankly, out of all three of those. I mean, I know well, uh, Lil Bowen c- comes from a family of chefs, but I didn't know like in the in the story that they tell about the chefs. She's like, oh, so I make my own chicken liver mousse. I'm like, how do you do that? Right. right. What does that entail? I don't want to know, but what is it? And you already given uh, a nickname, a Lil Bowen. Lil Bowen. Lil, it's just like Lil Bobo. Lil Bowen. Lil Bowen. Lil Bowen. Yeah. Uh, well, we've learned uh, who Ashley's favorite is now <laughs> so over the course of this episode. Uh, but, folks, if you want to also learn and laugh and grow in all aspects of your life, then if you do, we've got a podcast just for you. And that is Conversations with Marie Menounos Podcast Edition, created by none other than our AfterBuzz TV founder, Marie Menounos herself, <laughs> and drops on iTunes every single Friday. It features celebrity and influencer interviews. They talk about health, wellness, fitness, fashion, uh, pretty much anything you could think about in all aspects of life, they will talk about it. So let her be the big sister you never had. So go to iTunes, subscribe to Conversations with Marie Menounos for free, and when you do, let her know that it was Robin and Ashley from the ABTV MasterChef show that got you there. That's right. (laughs) There you go. Conversations with Marie Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Every Friday. There you go. Uh, so well, we've, uh, when it comes down to the aprons, we, they, uh, Joe gave an apron to Bowen, which surprised the heck out of me. Like the way that he was just, I, I would not have thought Joe was going to give a apron out to that. I mean, by their reaction of his dish, I was not surprised at all. Do you think he made the right choice? Because uh, we had uh, Gordon and Joe both gave him an apron. Well, yes, because he also mentioned that his dad was like the Chinese version of 
Chef Ramsay. Yeah. So. Hold it up high. He's like, yeah. yeah, he's always yelling at people. He's amazing in his craft. And he had to pick the right one. Yeah. That was the right one. Also, he was, like, really charming and funny and, like, cracking jokes. I know. I love so him. So it's kind of like you want him around to drive some entertainment for the, sh- for the show Plus, as well. Plus, I think, I he, think he, is, probably, he yeah. is a skilled chef, like, hands down. I can't wait to see what else he mm-hmm. cooks. All right, so as we're, we're going to be talking about everybody that competed tonight, but just let me ask, uh, Robin, especially Ashley. Oh, yeah. After watching all this, is could you pick a winner right now? Can you pick a lead horse in this race? Bowen. Or, we haven't even seen everybody. Look, Bowen. Yeah. <laughs> Bowen. Just Bowen, that's it? So you could have just Bowen. tuned out. You might as well just turned off the TV at yeah, that point. So that's all I need to see. Bowen's Bowen <laughs> or uh, what's, I cannot pronounce her name correctly. You should have little. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, the one that sounds like Mahershala, Alushala. but it's Alushala. Yeah. I'm, I'm down yeah. for those. But then also, uh, as we get for the, the final four guys that competed, I feel like all of them are really strong, that too. Was a dope, that was a dope lineup right yeah. there. It was a good one. Yeah. Good. Strong uh, competition. That was our Texas, right? The, uh, Houston. Houston. Houston in the house. Uh, next up, Cynthia and Sh- uh, Shanika. They created a bunch Shanika? of signature. Shanika. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it real. <laughs> uh, they do signature desserts. So we got a strawberry shortcake with a lemon mint strawberry pu- puree, and uh, and then we've got uh, Cynthia uh, received no aprons for that one there. Sorry, uh, Cynthia. Yeah. I, a lemon mint strawberry puree. A strawberry pu- puree. <laughs> <laughs> even, I can't even say it. It doesn't sound that tasty. Well, it sounds like it should be a frozen drink. You know, like it doesn't it? No, anybody like a strawberry lemonade yeah. with mint. Yeah. And some vodka, no? Like some uh, lemonade, I'd get it at Lemonade, the, yeah. the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, yum. Yes. But, uh, like, I, I like it just a good old classic strawberry shortcake. I don't know if I need I something really elevated. I the presentation wasn't good, but I thought her flavors were going to pop. And um, I thought Aaron was, he said it was something to remember, the taste. So I thought she had a shot with him at least. But, um, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shanika. 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 Did it again. Dang it. <laughs> two oh, okay. for two. two points. It's oh, okay. for two. It's okay. You know, Shanika. Everyone wants to pronounce their name different. Um, uh, she made a uh, French kiss with a puff pastry. A, a bitter French kiss. That's right. A bitter. It She's was like, bitter. She, she swung that Beyonce mm. braid in and she dominated. That that was, that. I mean, I, I guess you, call it, you can't call it a ponytail, can you? It's Is a that, ponytail yeah. and it's a braid. It's it was a braid impressive ponytail, though. It was, it, it was long. That one that Beyonce did and swung and it. Landed on her shoulder magically. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Beyonce. Everything's mm-hmm. magic. That's true. It's but it's also hygienic for the kitchen because you know you're not getting anything in your food. All these other, all these other people with their hair bending down. Well, look at this. This girl. Has, some of these other people have no hair nets on their situation. On their situation. You know. <laughs> well, what did you think of them, Frank? Uh, Shanika and. Shanika, yes, <laughs> uh, she was fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, it looked good. It looked all right, but I, I don't know if I'm that like. I feel like she could make it three or four episodes in and then just get cut. So you think that because, okay, do you feel because she chose to bake instead of actually like cook a dish, she chose pastry over? But I will say, though, that, you know, because very few people will uh, approach a dessert first, usually in these cooking competitions. It's more about a savory dish. So I will give her props for at least trying a dessert and that it has succeeded. But I don't know if, I, I guess I'd have to see how she does in a savory. If she right. knocks out at the park in a savory dish, then you'll and feel I, better about yeah. it. Okay. Uh, but she gets Gordon and Joe to give her aprons, and she goes with Joe. Hmm. Yeah, I was surprised. Joe working with dough. Maybe she knows, she knows she's going to have some more dough stuff coming up. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Guys? 
I'm here. I'm here every Thursday. With the beats, <laughs> with the beats. I mean, because oh, of course we've done Hell's Kitchen, so we know Gordon Ramsay inside and out. Right, uh, this we know is he true. is. But uh, two of you, how much do you know about Aaron and Joe? Well, I feel like I know more about Aaron than Joe, but I, yeah, I didn't catch the seasons before. Mm-hmm. I saw the last couple of episodes of season eight. So I feel like I have a feel for Joe came on as a guest, like a surprise uh, judge. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, um, I really don't know much about either of them. What can you tell us? Oh, well, I mean, Joe started off, I mean, as, as you said, uh, as we'll talk about one of the contestants later, he grew up starting while uh, washing dishes, uh, uh, working in the back house of uh, restaurants. Then he decided not really to embrace the cooking side, but more the business side and developing other uh, promising chefs. Oh, the restaurateur or whatever. That's right. That's that restaurateur. Restaurateur. Worked with, uh, I mean, he's the one that opened up Italy with Mario Batali. Oh, I just went to Italy two weekends ago. Over in Century City? Over oh. in Century City. They have a lovely, they just opened their rooftop. That's their new one. Yes. It's very Beverly, nice on the Beverly rooftop. Hills. Oh, very nice. It's real easy to get lost. It's probably about the same size as the actual country of Italy. Very, <laughs> very big restaurant. <laughs> but luckily there's snacks on every floor. Yeah. So What? Did you, it's uh, multi-leveled? Multi-leveled, yes. Many were you there levels. just to roam or did you uh, eat a meal? Did you make a pun? Was I there just to roam? There you go. <laughs> no, I was there to thank you. <laughs> Somebody gets me. Jeez. I uh, know I was there to eat my face off. <clears throat> All right. And I did. Well, and your face is still here, so. Oh, I don't... it's here. All right. It's very much here. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> ate a lot. It was very good. Was so you're eat. pleased with it? I'm pleased with it. I will be back. Yeah, I, we just had sort of bar eats. Okay. But it was really good. Okay, right. Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Sid and Julia. And uh, basically, they, uh, I guess Sid and Julia, uh, it was for, uh, basically just a montage of people. Yeah. Where cool. you get to see them just failing, failing, failing. Uh, just Fail. where, we, where just a lot of fails and a lot of them like lifting up and it's like drippy pastas or, you know, just like yeah. goopy foods. So, uh, yeah, he, but Gordon ended up handing out a second apron to Sid and uh, Aaron handed out his first one to Julia, which it seemed for me like uh, Aaron, it seemed more like that was a big moment for Aaron to like get his first stake in the game that they just did it during a montage. We didn't right. really get to see him like, oh, that it be- wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I often wonder like what makes them highlight <clears throat> some of these chefs early on in such a, like, in such, and go into detail with their backstory and all that good stuff versus just a quick blip on a montage. You know? Right. I almost feel like they're going to, I think sometimes it foreshadows a story later right. that they're going to reveal. Right. I agree with you. guess we've got to stick around and see. That's right. Uh, next up, Samantha and Mark, they did uh, 30 minutes to make their signature dish of their choosing. And uh, uh, Samantha made chicken piccata with a p- potato puree. And that chicken piccata looked tasty. Yeah, it looked juicy. Yeah, juice my kind of juice. Oh, this is the one where Mark, the the young kid, was just super, super, super confident. That oh, reminded Joe of like him man. growing up, and then yeah. he just ate it, ate it. Those mm-hmm. lamb chops that he puts out, ate it. those look so terrible. There just seemed to be so much like unrendered fat around it that I was just like, oh, <laughs> he disrespected the lamb. But that, but he did have some nice knife skills though. He had knife skills, but what I did like though is that I mean he, he starts- had a lot of. I mean he looked like he knew what he was doing with everything. I just think when you come in a little too arrogant, sometimes there's going to be a moment that just puts you in your place, and he felt it. I mean tears yeah. and all. That was the one I didn't get emotional. Ugh. I was actually laughing. <laughs> it was and it was sad because I knew he was like in his moment, but I was laughing because I'm like oh my gosh, like like he can't even breathe. He's like oh <laughs> I know. And like every time they said something. <laughs> I was like, calm down, calm down. This is why you don't overshoot it with your mouth. 
Yes. You With let your, your skills <laughs> show. <laughs> let your skills speak for themselves. You don't come in. I'm the best. I'm the most skilled here. I'm the best cook here. It was just too much. Especially when they're they're like 19 years old. They're the youngest members of the competition. And he just says like, oh, yeah. Damn I can, millennials. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, technically, yeah. we're right. in that. Uh, I can outcook anybody here. And uh, then he just fails. And Joe gets kind of charmed with him at first, seeing like he knows how to move around in the kitchen. He definitely relates a to a story. Mm-hmm. He had a super soft spot. Uh, but uh, so we do see that uh, uh, Samantha gets a, uh, uh apron. So mm-hmm. she's set. And it looks like, all right, Mark's going to just act. Yeah, just like the fact that he's just sobbing. He's just like. Just, just oh. sobbing before they even decided they were giving aprons out. It was so up. annoying. <laughs> uh, that guy just, I. Uh, so he's getting ready to leave. And then Joe says, hey, hold on a second. And then he makes this weird thing where it's like, I'm going to make an investment in you. Yeah, so it becomes full Shark There's Tank. There's going to be yes. consequences yes. if you do. Like, the consequences what? would be severe. I'm like, severe, that's what he said. Like, other than being just eliminated for this competition, yeah. what else is there? Honestly, I would have gone home. Like, Gordon told him, come back. Come back yes. next year. And I would have taken that criticism, that feedback, and I would have gotten better and worked on myself. And um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing if he made the right decision or not to stay. Yeah, because uh, you're right. Because uh, uh, Joe gives him that opportunity. Says like, you can take Gordon's advice, or if you stay, uh, then you've got to do exactly what I say. And if you don't, then you're going to get the boot. But he left it up to him. And I feel like this is your one chance probably to get in this competition. So yeah, why you, pass it up? You you got to realize at this point you're probably not going to be good enough to win. I would do what you said, Robin. I would take what Gordon suggested and take that year off. I mean, think train, about Taylor. Third time's a charm. She yeah, exactly. did it three times. Exactly. So you can, you can always come back. But f- also, like, there's something to be said for the performance well, I guess you don't want to back down. You don't want to back down and seem weak. Because you and definitely like, walked in. There's flukes. Really they only strong. had one. They only got to make one dish. You know, stuff goes wrong all the time. Maybe something just went wrong. I don't know. I mean, like, Joe says he's going to coach him up. And I, as much as I like Joe, I... I don't know if that he's going to be. He, there's no way he can coach him up to win this. Yeah. There's just no way I see this guy winning, especially yeah. in like the 15 minutes that the producers are going to allow him to actually speak with mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. him outside of the show. Right. Well, that'll be curious about. But like, good luck, Mark. We're rooting for you, pal. Uh, <laughs> like the speak mentorship, for I'll be really curious speak about. For <laughs> <laughs> I like an underdog. I don't think he's an underdog. Well, I mean, he was. I don't think he's an underdog yet. In my eyes, he's not an underdog yet. We'll see. He really might. He really might have the stuff that it takes. I'm just saying. Just calm down with the mouthpiece. <laughs> Focus on the skills. Less of this, more of this, and um, we'll see where you go. But you know what I didn't like though either is that after he comes out, they do the dramatic reveal where family and friends are waiting outside. Oh, and he pretends he didn't have it. Oh, I hate that reveal. But then he gets because all you know, cocky damn well about he would have been crying. He was already crying. <laughs> He got so cocky. Like I'm like, man, you, did you learn nothing about that moment just like two minutes ago where you were crying? I bet you the producers had him do that. Oh, and if I was Samantha, I would always know that like this guy cried. <laughs> I saw him cry. I have no, I have nothing to fear from this guy in this There's competition. There's nothing wrong with men expressing their feelings, Frank. No, if you want to talk uh, about anything, this is a safe space. This is a safe well, space. Well, all right. Well, we'll see, Marky Mark. We'll remember if you cry though. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so anyway, Samantha is on Gordon's team, so I, I've got high hopes for her. Usually, it's those young ones. He was impressed with that skin, honey. Yes. That skin on that chicken. 
<laughs> you gotta get heat that it heat was, that pan up. It was moist. She had an advantage though because she was just like getting everybody drunk with her ricotta. Oh right, taste she better. didn't she didn't cook it out. That's my kind of ricotta. I like it when you just pour the wine on top. Yeah, Joe threw major shade. He was like, I don't know if I'm having ricotta or a glass of chardonnay or whatever he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, right. You get the best of both worlds. Hello. I was like, who doesn't like wine? I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Next up, we've got Taylor. We were speaking about her momentarily. Third uh, time's a charm. Ralph and Chelsea. And, yes, she was. She tried out for MasterChef. Uh, um, Taylor tried out for MasterChef 7 and 8 and never made it fi- past this round that she was competing in, like kind of a selection round. Mm-hmm. But she kept on – well, it felt like she did better in 7 and kind of took a little dip in 8, and now was coming back for a third time. Third act. Yep. She's back for the and third Gordon act. And Gordon at, initially wasn't that – it's like, uh, she's not going to make it. But uh, Aron was seen to be kind of taking a fancy tour. I do think that that was a tactic. You think so? I don't think he really meant that when he said it. I don't know why. I just don't think he meant that. When when Aron? Chef Gordon was like, well, this is her third time back, and she's probably still not ready. Uh, Just lower expectations. Yeah, and then was it Joe who said it, who called about it? He was like, I think you're just saying that because you don't want us to pick her. And he was like, maybe. So I think he knew what he was doing. Uh, well, Chelsea made lamb shawarma uh, uh, with a pita that she made from scratch, from which Aron just loved that. He yeah. sure did. Yeah. And I was like... Mm, Everyone it, was a little nervous because she was making it from scratch and felt that she didn't have enough time, but she did it. Yeah, did that, that, I don't know, that pita didn't look that great, though. It looked really... It didn't look... Isn't pita supposed to be hard or kind of... Firm, like a firm... What, yeah, I mean, it's like... Or is it no? It's, it's like bread... I mean, so I it's, mean, like it's, it's like bread. <laughs> it's like bread. But it's got the crisp, the, the the you know the butt layer all around it, as opposed right. to like you know what I mean. So it does have some texture to it. <laughs> ah, ah, the, the butt booty. layer. Well, the how booty. else would you describe? What do you what do you guys call the end piece of the bread? I call it the loaf? booty. You call it the booty. Mm-hmm. You call it the heel. <laughs> the butt. Yeah, the butt layer. I, I, no, I hate when no, somebody tries to give me the booty and like doesn't tell me. Like if I get a sandwich and one part is like the booty and it's at the bottom. Oh, don't give one half. Yeah, you gotta if you're gonna. No, I love the. I love the booty. You like the butt? I love the give me that butt. I love that butt. Frank, don't say that. We have I, it on we have right. it on camera for yeah, the rest of go. all time. There you go, guys. Give me that butt. I like that butt. <laughs> uh, in fact, I just had one of those sandwiches today. Oh, a butt sandwich? A booty I, had a, I had a booty sandwich. Put that butt in my mouth. From where? What? Oh, you just, just keep doing uh, it. No. A handmade? <laughs> a handmade butt sandwich. From, from you? From me, yeah. Just oh, I butter. thought you meant like a restaurant. I'm like, I do. That's a good, that's a good restaurant. Uh, Garcon, right. your finest butt sandwich I'm for like, me. Excuse me, did y'all <laughs> run out of bread? We at the end of the receipt, bro. What happened? Uh, so uh, then we had Ralph made a Filipino uh, pan- pan- pancit. Pancit. There you go. And then Taylor made a pulled tomatillo chicken with rice crema, egg, and uh, ahi salsa. Mm-hmm. Which I, awesome. which seeing her put on that egg and her hands are just like so many shaky hands. It looked so good though. Like I wanted to try hers. Uh, yeah, and Rouse was nice, but I guess it it seemed greasy to most. I was looking at everybody's lips after the first person did it. I was like, yes, yeah, a little greasy. But you know what he said? The magic word. He said pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joe's <laughs> yeah. like. Okay. You're in. I think Pasta. I see a future. Yeah. You're in, kid. <laughs> so this is a case where all the judges wanted to give out an apron, and it was to different people. So all three of them got to make it through. That was perfect. Oh, they're going to be friends for life. That was one of the ones where they all could just walk up to their person at the same time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they like took a break and then talked about it and then did it. Probably. 
because I can't see them doing it and they don't know who they're choosing and then they all walk up. Yeah. I feel like that was orchestrated. Uh, let me ask you guys a question real quick. So they're making the dish, right? They finish the the timer. They make the dish. They make the dish. And then they're like, okay, time's up. You know, you're, you're here to, let's present your dishes to the judge. Uh-huh. And that dish is sitting there for like however many takes it takes to put it on the thing. When are the judges tasting a hot dish? I feel like it's not, I feel like they. They're not shooting it real time. I don't think you know? it's that many takes, though. Once it's plated, it's plated because the, once the time is up, they have to get their hands. Yeah, off. but let's, let's even say it's real time. Let's let's play that route for a okay. second, which is a lie. But let's say it is. <laughs> let's then there's three of them. The person who goes last, their food's going to be cold by the time they put it up on the plate on the judge's counter. Oh you yeah, that's saying? that's true. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like ice cold, but I definitely think some lukewarmish. That's enough to throw a dish. Or, like in some cases, maybe a, di- a meat could keep cooking if it was but still hot. But you always notice they never bring up the temperature. Like, this would have been great if it was hot. <laughs> if it was fresh yeah. out you of know, the oven. Right, right. Or you, they'll always say, like, this meat is undercooked or something like that, which wouldn't matter if it was cold or hot. Right. Undercooked is undercooked. Um, I think they focus more so on the flavors and, you know, the combination so of yeah. ingredients and everything like that. I don't think they... I noticed a couple shots there was actual steam rising from the dish, and I'm like, did you really heat that up? Was it... Was, did you put that smoke in and after? I feel like... I want to know we the answers. We talked to somebody. We had a special guest, Hell's Kitchen, and we asked them this. But and they said it doesn't... Well, there's a little different. Well, it's a little different, because, like, he's actually... Chef Ramsey's actually, like, touching all the... You know, food for ten. Oh, it has stuff. to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be hot. Yeah. They're serving it to humans. <laughs> yeah. But in it's terms like, of their challenges, though, you're right. For yeah, house kitchen, yeah. I mean, the food does get. They don't reheat that stuff. No. Because who was it that said he tastes all of the dishes? Ah, uh, the big guy. Ah, uh, with the sun. Oh uh, yes. Ah, uh, uh, big guy yeah. with the sun. That's right. I know who you're talking about. I don't say from big Philly. Guy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Whatever. That's right. Yep. Anyway, we, I don't. We, they, we, don't we, they don't we, reheat. Yeah. They don't reheat that stuff. Really. So you don't want to be last. That's a disadvantage. That's true. You know? Anyway, something to think about. Okay, so that is something to think about Mm -hmm. when we have our first guest on. We have to... Ask him what the deal is. We have to shove that question down their throat ASAP. Uh, you know, now I'm really wondering. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, folks, if you have questions that you would love for us to ask when we have these guests in, you know what you can do? You could uh, get in touch with us. And the way you can do that is you can scri- subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can also hit us up on iTunes. Give us those five-star reviews on iTunes. That helps us provide this all this fantastic content on a regular basis. I go to our Facebook page like that as well. And uh, you reach us on our social media handles, which we'll tell you about at the end of the show. Yeah, leave comments. We, we look at them and we respond and we try and... We appreciate all all the feedback, good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, not so much of the bad, but we definitely love the good. <laughs> I, I, I take the ugly because I'm used to it. Oh. oh. Yeah, what, what? All right. All right. Uh, next we have Ursula uh, uh, and Mark. Wait. Oh, Lucilla. Oh, no, there's a sh in there. Alushila. There we go. Alushila. Alushila. It's like Mahershala. See, together we can make things happen. Yes. Teamwork. Beauty. Now, Alushila, a bus driver, and uh, Mark, a firefighter, both from New Orleans, uh, from the Louisiana area. Mm. And they come out, and uh, boy, uh, Alushila felt very confident, and she made a, a jerk snapper with coconut rice and sautéed cabbage, and man, everybody was loving that dish. It and she sounds. was pouring from the hand. Yeah. Just doo-doo-doo. Yep. <laughs> doo-doo-doo. That's the sign oh, of a just freehand. She, I don't have time. Yeah. Especially <laughs> like if you're doing a signature dish that you know. Yeah, you then can, you know. Yeah. You know how much to put in there. Yeah, and I think sometimes it messes it up if you start getting all yeah, spe- too you know, calculated. calculated right. with it, yeah. 
That, that uh, dish sounded like of all the dishes this episode. That's the one that I was like, oh, I want to eat that. Yeah, I wanted to try that. That too. sounded so good. And I felt bad for Mark because it seemed like he had the seasoning on point, but he did buttermilk biscuits with gravy and sausage roux, but the biscuit was too dense. He's getting real courageous trying to make bread from scratch on the. Do you guys really think bread? he would have gotten an apron had the biscuit been cooked through? I, it seemed like it seemed like they were favoring that. Like if that if he had nailed it, because that seemed to be the big criticism is that you know biscuits, which is like fifty percent of what your of your dish. When it's in the title of your dish, yeah, you got to nail you it. Gotta. I think if he would have nailed it, I bet he would have been in. Because they seem to love everything else about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a good old uh, Ushula, she uh, Alushla. Damn it. <laughs> we'll, we'll help you out. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a long season. <laughs> I'm, I'm failing, failing guys. But uh, they, all three judges offered her one, and uh, nobody offered one to Mark. Wow. I feel bad for him. Where he had to sit there and just stand there and watch all the judges like swarm. I know. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Mark. I wish they would have like said, Mark, thanks, and then let everybody then let everybody else fawn over her. Hmm. But uh, she ended up uh, picking. Oh, she went with Joe. That was it. Interesting choice. I, didn't, I was not expecting Joe? that. I can't remember why. You would think you'd go with Gordon, but I guess they, her and Joe just had a connection. Oh, was... Joe had her tickled. <laughs> Joe had her giggling from ear to ear from the beginning, <laughs> even with his eyes. And she was like, you're making me nervous. <laughs> so I, I did see that connection between those two. The, uh, uh, our final four for the night were, uh, there were four home cooks. There were uh, Caesar, Matt, Ryan, and SJ. And they were given 40 minutes to construct their dishes. Uh, and uh, so they started cooking there, and Caesar made a pan-seared red snapper with uh, an orange wahilo uh, verblanc and a cr- on crispy rice cakes. And then Matt prepared a pan-roasted cod with a turnip puree. Ryan did a baked catfish with dirty rice and bacon-wrapped erica. Uh, hair, 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 well, hair, I don't know hair, that. Hair, 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 yep. Oh. Yeah, it's French. Hair, oh, boy. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's it. And then SJ did a panko uh, panko crusted cod with honey butter chips, and all three looked really delicious. They did. And the one that was the one that I think everyone was a little skeptical on was uh, was it Ryan? Yeah, Ryan catfish. and that baked catfish because he decided to bake it. They're like, yeah. is that really kind of baked? Yeah, catfish. Like everyone knows, fried catfish is where it's at. Well, baked catfish, and the reason I don't eat catfish anymore. Don't don't you, you spread don't you spread nothing that's not gonna make me like it anymore. All right, I won't tell you then, but let me just tell you that in the <laughs> ecosystem, uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. don't do the that. The are on the bottom. Don't do that. Okay, that's no. why my my dad doesn't like it. And no, thank you. And then you're gonna serve it on dirty rice? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. She said it's already dirty. Dirty. I mean, but I'll give props if a man's gonna uh, somebody's gonna take a fish that is you know probably not the higher end choice. Yeah. And make it and elevate it as they always talk about a master chef elevated to something else. I'll give the guy props for for yeah, taking something. I'm, I'm glad it came. Yeah. I'm glad it came out great. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have to taste it. Now, so funny. SJ put his on like the the tree the stump. Plant. I don't know about that one, man. It's like why are you, hating, rage, why are you yeah. hating on the plank? I don't know. It just seems. Why are you throwing shade on the tree? <laughs> I don't know. It just never looks that great to me. Really? I don't know how I'd feel. If, eh, I don't know. Oh, I think didn't... it's hipster as hipster gets. Yeah, and he's he's in K Town. You know, yeah. there's fusion restaurants. You know, it's the next uh, Silver Lake. I don't know it's how environmentally sound that is. But then I also wonder, like, because if you do it on a plate, you can get that plate super hot. So when the dish comes to you, it's still very uh, warm. But I don't yeah. know, like with these these kind of like you know yeah. 
When you say it like that, Fred, I don't now know. you're making some sense. Yeah, can you keep this thing super hot so it keeps your food nice and toasty? Well, I mean, who cares? Because it's obviously sitting on that counter for 30 minutes before the judge tastes it. Anyway, All right, so Ashley. It doesn't really oh, recall, fine. recall. I really wanted to taste those honey butter chips, though. Yeah. Those looked really good. Yeah, and I never saw any. I didn't see any of the judges put that in their mouth. I they just kept on focus on the cut. Any of them try it? It's I feel like it would have been a lot of crunch. Their microphone, yeah. you know, it's just a little <laughs> less tapped. We're all producers now of the show. We've got it all figured out. Uh, but now, when it comes to t- time to give out the aprons, like that looked like you, you didn't see the judges get so effusive through until that event, until right. all four of them that all in fact, that all four really nailed it. Everybody got jazzed. And so Aron, who had the most uh, aprons he gave out, pulled out three big boys. He sure did. He was like, all right. If, uh, and it makes sense. If you see the incredible talent, you're not going to just like be skimpy with your aprons. You're going to try to get as many as you can. Yeah. Uh, Josie's <laughs> one, and then Gordon has two. Right. I that, thought that's he was going to pull out a third. No, that's how many they chose. Yes. Okay. So they still have, they each have, okay, so Gordon has six. Uh, uh, yeah, by this point, well, at least I know by the end of the episode, there's nine aprons left in play. Nine aprons. Uh, Aron has the most out of the right. other two. Right, he had three left. Yes, because he gave three, and then Joe said, "You only have six. Yep. So, you know, easy math. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. And not everybody went with Aaron. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, you know, because when Gordon comes sniping. Uh, it's hard it, to beat Gordon. Yeah, just when you see Aaron's face when he when Gordon was going back to two of the guys, he's like, like man, uh, uh. <laughs> man. <laughs> but I knew Caesar. I knew Caesar was going to choose him because he had to do it for the culture. Oh, but did you see? <laughs> what I loved is the cutaway to Aaron when he does that, and he just gets that look of like he's like, yep. yeah, yeah, you have to do it for the culture. Yep. Like I was like, if Caesar does not <laughs> choose him, I will be mad at him. But it makes sense. You're right. Uh, you forget the, you often like for me. I think of Gordon Ramsay first. But you're right in that in that culture. Aron is a huge culinary. Literally, superstar. when Caesar was ex- when he was explaining his dish and you know all those words that you couldn't pronounce. Yep. Aron <laughs> was like, yep. He knew exactly what he was talking about. Like he was in the pocket with him. It was just <laughs> he had to choose him. Just in that pocket. Do it for the culture. We okay. should do like a culinary term of the week. You know what I mean? And teach everybody. Hair cover. Oh, that's Is how that you how you say it? Yes. There Where did it come from? It just came to you? Or did you look so. it up? I think it was just kind of playing that scene again and again in my head. <laughs> in my head. And how do you say Shanika correctly? Uh, come oh. on, Frank. Uh, you got it. You got this. There's only one other way to Shanika? say it. There yeah! you go. <laughs> I, I sweated for a, for a minute. I was like, oh, man, don't let the, me do this again. The beads again. of sweat forming <laughs> on his forehead. Uh, but everybody's fawning over everyone uh, except for one, and that was good old Matt. Matt. Mm. Matt was his the, looked so good. His was visually the most <laughs> appealing. Uh, yeah, that pickled carrot, man. Uh, uh, but it wasn't enough. Uh, Joe was the only one that went for it. It was a good choice, I think. Which I'm glad that if since they're all four strong that you know nobody won away empty handed, so, uh, but Gordon sniped away too, but uh, good old Caesar stuck true to Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. So uh, <laughs> there you go. So we've got uh, out of we have 15 aprons handed out by the end of the episode. We've got nine left in play, which are going to come into uh, to play next week, where it's another two hour, I believe, where the first hour is going to be disseminating those last nine, forming the teams, and then the second hour is going to be the first elimination challenge. Mystery box competition. What is your ritual for watching these? I cannot sit down to a food programming show without having like a full. Like I start. Mine is a glass of wine. It starts with wine. You Mm -hmm. don't cook or eat without 
wine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, tonight, I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to watch food program. I'm going to make a nice dish. So I made a... Well, I okay, well, I'm going to need the invite oh, well, the next yes. time so we can watch it at your place. When I say I made a nice dish, I watched my boo make a really good steak. But I was there to supervise. And okay. It, it tasted extra... Okay, well, I can bring the wine. Please, yes. And um, tell your boo. To tell your boo. (laughs) Yeah, they won't come over. Well, what was the the, the menu items that he made for this meal? He made a a steak with the bone. Oh, God, this is... Everybody that's like a foodie is like, get her off. He made a (laughs) bone-in... Seems looking at notes. Ribeye? It was a steak with a bone in it because okay. it was heavy as sin. Was it big it was and fatty? and fatty. It sounds like a ribeye. And it was a, a ribeye. It was a big ribeye. Okay. Help, if you're watching, put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and then we grilled some. He put on the grill. Salt, pepper, that's it. That's all you need. Okay. And some asparagus. And then, um, you know what I, I cooked asparagus. tonight? Um, cook? uh, some chips and salsa. Oh, that's And it cook. was good. It was lit. It was good. Well, look at that. Uh, Paired boy. perfectly with my Your wine. signature dish. <laughs> Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa with steak and asparagus. Now that's a first. There really? you go. I like to blend. That's that's like nice. That's a fusion. Yes. I would, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that's Ashley uh, compete on this. When I say you're 40 minutes start now, and she just reaches under, open up her got this salsa turn dump. <laughs> Hands up. Chips in the bowl. All right. Yeah. Ah, there you go. That's exactly yeah. how it would go. And I'll take the the next thirty seven minutes, and I'll just cold kick it while you guys are. <laughs> you guys need some help the over there. Yeah, yeah. Happy to. smelling good over there. <laughs> All right. So as we're getting to wrap up, uh, I know we still have nine more aprons to give out. But uh, other than uh, little Bo, little Bo, you guys are also big and little Bo. Anybody else standing out to you as potential front runners? Yeah, Lucilla. Did I say it wrong? Lucilla, Lucilla, and Caesar. Yeah, I'm digging Alushala. She's got first. No, no, SJ. I was kind of intrigued by SJ with the other. Uh, oh, I like SJ too, and I feel like I feel like I know him. I don't know why because the he's cucumber from, kimchi he's from was LA. Look, look tasty. I have high hopes for him for sure, um, but I still, out of that panel of the four of them, it was Caesar for me. Caesar for you. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's still too early. But I'm for rooting me. for everybody. Okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody. There's a, few, there's a few that I'm like, mm, I don't think you have it. I'm not rooting for Mark. I'll tell you that. Um, You're anti-Mark. I'm no. not. You don't want to see him cry. Uh, I just need him to humble himself. Okay. Well, what if he, he might have it in. He might have it in him. But mm-hmm. I need you to humble yourself all the way. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I don't like. <laughs> and if you're going to be like that, you better come with it every single time. You can't afford to drop the ball if you are that arrogant in the kitchen. Period. Point blank. We see it all the time. True. So I'm just come hard, you know, go hard or go home. Mark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Words to live by. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Robin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, I think, um, who is he with? Samantha? He was with Samantha, yeah. I'm, I want to see what she has under under her apron, the, you know, in her oh. sleeve. Not like that. I said it. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to those two. I'm not sure how I feel for? about them. I, uh, I'm intrigued by Samantha. I, I'm always intrigued by the young ones because they seem a little bit more open. Uh, unlike Mark, who came in, you know, too way too cocky and then way too weepy. But uh, it seems like Samantha is very much open to what Gordon's got to say. And I feel like he could coach her up to, I don't think, win the competition. But I bet she could go pretty far. Yeah. I can see that. But at least right now, not having seen the next nine, I feel like I'm gonna I feel like the winner could be out of that final four that we saw tonight. Really? Yeah. On this time on this first episode. Okay. Wow. Yeah, the I final just, four, huh? Yeah, they H-tail. just seem so strong. Uh, I mean uh, with uh a, a nice night to Alushla as well. Yeah. She's the but uh, that I wondered it's like 
She knows her signature dish so so well. Is it just, is it a fluke? Is it just that dish? Yeah. Like when she starts cooking other stuff that's maybe out of her comfort zone, can she still bring it? Totally. We'll see. I mean, apparently she's cooking for everybody on her bus. So, <laughs> all right. I want to go ahead and make a bold claim that I think one of the first gals that we saw, Emily, with the garlic powder. I think she got schooled on the garlic powder, but I think she really, really loves food, and I'm 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 watching her to see. I'm curious to see what she'll what she'll bring. Because like, okay. and if anybody can make chicken liver, liver pate from scratch, because they <laughs> yeah. don't sell it in your little little town. I'm looking out. I want to see that. Well, and I do want to discount Taylor too. I mean, she, you know, the third time's the charm. She makes it on the show. I would hope that she at least goes far to justify, yeah. you know, right. so that she feels like she really made it. Yeah. But Got some good contenders. Yeah. You know, so we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it uh, shakes out next week with the final nine assembled to make our official 24 members competing. And then we'll see who uh, can't handle the pressure and gets eliminated after. Our first mystery box challenge. Dun dun dun. Uh, but until then, folks, we're going to call an end to this episode. We'll be back next Thursday night, though, to break down uh, the, the entire rest of the season. Every Thursday night, nine o'clock, we're going to be here for you. Lem Gonzalez, who's going to be on this side all of the day, camera. every day. Well, maybe not every day, but yes. <laughs> all day, some of the days. <laughs> he shows up sometimes. <laughs> He'll be back here uh, running things and uh, a much more attractive face for you folks to look at. But. Uh, <laughs> As always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. And if you're watching after the show stream live, feel free to comment down below. Uh, as the ladies are saying, the good, the bad, the ugly, we'll take it all. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, but if you want to get in touch with us after the show's over, Ashley, how can they reach you? Guys, if you want to talk to me about food or what you're watching on TV or any of that good stuff, find me online at Ashley on Camera. Just about all social media. That's where I'm at. Ashley on Camera. <laughs> and Robin with the V, McSweeney, signing out. You can find me at B Stays Busy. That's B-I-Z-Z-Y. Anywhere and everywhere. Yep. Check out uh, Ashley's Insta story where she opens up that salsa <laughs> and pours out those chips. Slow-mo. Riveting. It's <laughs> riveting right. food content. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, we'll be back next Thursday night with another episode of the MasterChef After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 